You are now listening to a Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ, the free thinker. And this is Jaron, the group thinker. And this week we are talking about the 38th law. Think as you like, but behave like others. All right, Jaron, go ahead and hit us with that translation, man. All right. So the translation for this week is sometimes you just have to bite your tongue and okay so for that what what i mean by that is sometimes you might have something to say and it may just be best to not say anything at all because you might put that target on your back you might stand out too much and when as we're about to explain standing out too much is not always the best thing to do Okay, so you don't always want that shine. Always, you don't always want that spotlight, huh? Right. All right, wise words from Jaron himself, and now we'll go into a few wise words from the OG Robert Greene. If you make a show of going against the times, flaunting your unconventional ideas in unorthodox ways, people will think that you only want attention and that you look down upon them. They will find a way to punish you for making them feel inferior. It is far safer to blend in and nurture the common touch. Share your originality only with tolerant friends and those who are sure to appreciate your uniqueness. And I feel like I was quickly able to relate this. Check this out, Jaren. Okay. You're a black guy. You did allegedly. everything right. Yeah, allegedly. Those are not, those are not alternative facts either. You did everything right, man. You went to college. You didn't have any college. illegitimate children. You landed an amazing job. You're now making a ton of money. You get you a nice mate. You pay off all your loans. You don't have any responsibilities except for your mate and yourself. And naturally, living that kind of lifestyle, your views and perceptions of life and how you should live, they're going to be a lot different from those ideas that you may have had when you grew up or where you came from, right? Okay. And if you think you're going to be this Mr. Righteous preaching to all the friends and family about how you got to where you got and how people are wasting their lives away, you're going to make them feel inferior. All right? You come through the block in a brand new Bentley that you saved up for, people are going to take notice. And if you carry yourself or emit some type of vibration, that feels like you think you're better than them eventually someone is going to make you pay for it and that's what i feel like robert green's words were speaking of the big homie that's an example the the big homie tax stone said don't drink uh, wine in front of beer sippers don't drink wine in front of beer sippers (laughs) yep yep so that's that's the same way it's the same thing he just said man um also uh, what i thought about um, just now, actually, I thought about two situations or two people who 
had unorthodox methods and that ultimately led to their demise. Uh, the first one is uh, Malcolm X. He had unorthodox methods. He stopped thinking um, along the lines of the nation of Islam. And ultimately that, you know, he started thinking, you know, we can work with each other. We can work with other races and other religions ultimately to reach our, our goals. And the nation of Islam wasn't with that, allegedly. And he got killed because of that. Yeah, assassinated yeah. because of that. Um, another yeah. person um, was Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee started having an unorthodox fighting style. He started teaching his style. And like the, I guess the powers that be really wasn't with it. And he got punished for it. And ultimately yeah. he might've gotten assassinated for this exact thing as well. But he got blackballed and, but he kept teaching, he kept pushing. And that's why he's known as the greatest, but he ultimately lost his life because of this. Speaking of that, that just brought a idea to my head. When you said he got blackballed, uh, Colin Kaepernick, he spoke out against the national anthem. Yep. And now many NFL players feel like, including himself, feel like he's getting blackballed in the NFL for speaking out against the 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 patriotic song of the national anthem. Man, that's a shame. We just rapid fired like three situations of people who tried to be great and make things better and speak their mind, but because it was not uh, you know the same thing as the masses are doing or not accepted amongst the masses they all got blackballed yeah and i feel like what og robert green is saying is that you either need to humble yourself and understand their lifestyles or just simply share your views of that different lifestyle with people that will appreciate your perspective because when you go out all out in the public if you're touchable you will be touched right so yeah you have to know like Hey, man, I've been working on this new fighting style. Like, the person you're telling this to, you got to really make sure that they're an ally and that they're not going to be like, uh, I don't really think you should be going against what we were taught. Right. You know, you shouldn't be going against the... Well, I'm not going to say no bad stuff about Elijah Muhammad. My bad. <laughs> don't do that, man. <laughs> don't do. Don't go speaking out and being no free thinker against Elijah, man. Right. The honorable. The right. honorable. Excuse me. Yeah, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. The OG says that people flaunt their infatuation with a different culture or expressing a disdain and a contempt for their own culture. Okay. And in my previous example, we were talking about the black kid who rose from his impoverished uh, livings and went to go on and be great. And I'm not saying that poor people should stay poor throughout their lineage. However, I am saying that the people that you're going back to may still live in that culture that you left. And it might not be good for them at the time. They might be having some really, really hard times. And you come in talking about how good your life is is inadvertently expressing a disdain and a contempt for the people you know and love and for the way that they live and that can be offensive you sipping on wine they drinking beer <laughs> yeah man you sip you sipping on coca-cola and they drinking water maybe that should have no been good. maybe that should have been my translation <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good one i might record that, that over been a good one. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you don't have to go out of your way to tell people how much you hate living in the hood and while you're in their presence that is because they know so you they, don't like it there because yeah. you got out of there yeah exactly the the actions speak enough so you don't need to go there and start speaking your free thinking thoughts about how poor they're living and how bad they're living and how black people need to change that's not what they want to hear at the time you have to talk to the people that you trust if you want to if you want to spew those views like your family members that are close brothers sisters mother dad stuff like that but going to your friends is having hard times it's not the way that's not the way to go yeah just look at that uh fab rim skit you know the guys were hanging on the block fab pulled up on the in the car with the real the wheel spinning still when he stopped and you know at first they was like you know they're gonna uh you know rob him or whatever then he got up there and they uh basically jumped on his jock there but then he left again you know they started talking that stuff again they really wasn't with fab so (laughs) right so fab pulling up in the in the bins or whatever with the with the spinners you know, really wasn't a good look. Wasn't the safest place for him, but you know, luckily that was just a comedic skit. And uh, but I could see that being kind of truthful. And people have lost their lives over that, man. Yeah, it's definitely a real thing. Because just it's definitely, especially real. dealing with the with the hood. I mean, just you showing back up. You know, because you're happy, you're one to show off. You know, your your progress. You know, that's what most people who come out the hood end up trying to do. Well, it's just like, hey, guys, look, I, I did it. You know, you want people to be happy for you. But those people are looking at it like, nah, this guy's like rubbing it in our face that he went to college and is doing real well and has a nice job and everything. Yeah. And it, do- it doesn't just have to be the hood either. I mean, in the Midwest, there's a there's a lot of poor uh, other races. There's a lot of poor white folks who might have meager beginnings and meager livings they're in the and hood too yeah they're, they're <laughs> I, in their hood. I, didn't, I didn't say the black in their I didn't hood. say you had to be black people i'm just saying the hood yeah well yeah true what i'm saying is they might some people might not relate you to pull it up as, to the trailer park with your big lifted, <laughs> there you go your lift your go. lifted f350 the 2017 <laughs> and you blowing diesel black diesel smoke in people's faces because <laughs> with your turbo diesel, I mean, you still flossing on them. It don't matter where you are. If it's the turbo diesel or it's the Escalade, you still, you know, flossing on them. Right, right. And they don't want to see that. Now, the OG tells us that flaunting your pleasure in alien ways of thinking and and acting will reveal a different motive to demonstrate your superiority over your fellows. Okay, so if you're going around flaunting these different ways of thinking and showing off what you got, they see it as a different motive. They're seeing it as, oh, he's trying to show that he's better than me or she's trying to show that she's got more than me. She's Mm -hmm. trying to show off right now. Okay, and you know what? I got another example where this happens all the time. She thinks she's better than us because she married. Exactly. Exactly. Because she got one. I got another example. (laughs) I got it right, right, right. Oh, she she thinks she's doing better than us because she got married and had a kid. And my three kids are out of wedlock. So what? So there's another example that I have, though. This happens a lot in religion. When a person finds God, some people begin judging their friends and family 
for doing exactly what they used to do. And now they're better than that because they don't do it anymore. That happens all the time. Yeah, that's not cool. And no, nah, it's not cool. I've said this. So if you, oh, go ahead. I was say, I've said this quote a few times. Uh, every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. So basically, yep. don't judge people because you think you're doing all great. Exactly. And you know what? If you have that disdain for what those people are doing, having having sex out of wedlock, they're fornicating. Don't go to your friends and start pointing the finger talking about they're fornicating. You want to save those vibes for people who share that same sentiment. That people who that person who got saved just like you did a week ago. You can talk to them about that. Or I don't, I don't think you have this way for them. Maybe if the person seems open to it, maybe they're not saved yet. And maybe they're just like, oh, man, you know, you're, you know, see, you've been going to church, you know, whatever. And then that kind of opens up the conversation. I think the difference is, is that in this in everything that we're talking about now is definitely an overboard thing. It's not about. Hey, little brother, you need to try to get your act together so we can we can be shining together so we can have things together. Is you coming back to the neighborhood and you have this nice car and you like, oh, look how much money I'm spending. Man, I just blew 300 at the strip club last night. Oh, by the way, check out this watch I just bought. I just spent 700 dollars on it. They don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? And and with the religion situation, it's not. Hey, girl, you know what? You probably shouldn't be having sex with this guy until you get married because it creates these kind of problems. It's more like, hey, girl, you still having sex out of wedlock? Ugh, so terrible. You know you're going to hell. You fornicating. Even that, it's, it's those judgmental vibes. Even that first suggestion is still kind of judgmental, like saying, hey, you probably shouldn't be doing, doing you know, having sex with somebody, you know, because, again, you were just doing it. <laughs> right exactly exactly so, yeah i get you so i but i'm saying that that could that could be seen as coming from a place of positivity and i'm just trying to help out but the whole uh look at you girl you going to hell you still fornicating who still does that in 2017 yeah it's this that it's it's coming from that place that makes people not like what you're doing so you're definitely going to ruffle feathers of your loved ones if you begin acting like you're the perfect saint and everybody else are all the sinners. So you're right, Jaren. What is it? Every every saint has a past and every sinner has a future, right? Yep. Okay. The OG talked about how it's inevitable in society that certain values and customs lose contact with their original motive and become oppressive. <laughs> this made me think of Dave Chappelle, dog, back in the early 2000s. Okay. His show was unlike anything on television at the time. Millions of people loved what he brought every single week. He broke the mold for what was on television. He did it so good that he was offered $50 million by the network. But he felt like he couldn't take the money because the values and the customs of the show lost their original motive. So he felt oppressed. Okay. That became oppressive to his creativity. He declined to 50 million. Everybody thought he was crazy. Hmm. It kind of so, was. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No, I totally feel him. This line, I think this is one of the hardest lines that this is one of the hottest takes that OGRG has spit, man. He said that in society it's inevitable that those customs and values that you're living by, they're gonna lose touch with what their original purpose was. 
and then it's just gonna start oppressing people and it, it, it's happening everywhere let's like rap for instance it used to be this it used to be this uh it's kind of coming back but it used to be this genre of music that you just speak freely about where you came from and what you were going through and what you were doing and then over time it started getting watered down and they didn't want you speaking to what you were really living they wanted you speaking something else and the whole tune of rap started changing i think uh, you were talking about cigars cigars are becoming oppressive like the rules on cigars cigars were were okay at one point and weren't you talking about that um who is it is it the fda who's yeah, trying to point FDA. the finger yeah the fda has now got their microscope right on cigars and they're trying to change the rules and change the way things are going right yeah and then uh the new um president of the united states is also rolling things back like the whole cuba situation how uh obama had kind of lifted some of the regulations and sanctions against uh cuba yeah, Trump put them back, so it's going to be slow for the cigar situation as far as Cuban cigars go. Okay, Someone's and another up. one, the right oh, the right to bear arms. Yeah. Originally, that was supposed to be, hey man, you have the right to have a gun. Everybody has a right to do that. And now that whole logic, that whole value and custom We've, we've lost the original motive and they're becoming so oppressive now to where like California, you can only have a certain set of guns. And in order to get a gun, you got to go through this process and you got to go through the 10 day cooling off period. If you sold me your gun in California, I have to go to an arms dealer. We have to do the transaction. I have to drop my gun off with him for 10 days until I can come pick it up. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Cool it's just, down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you, <laughs> so you're not going pissed off at somebody, and you buy your gun today and go shoot somebody tomorrow. Yeah. But it's just there's so many things that this relates to. I think this is the hottest take in the book so far. It's just talking about how you you start losing sight of what the original motive was. It happens in businesses all the time, and it happens everywhere. And things just start becoming oppressive. It also happens in uh, high school. And so <laughs> this law, so what I mean by that, this law actually made me think of two situations from our own past. So the first situation is in all these high school stories, this is a little off topic, but all these high school stories end up being about the same people because we have <laughs> our, you know, our little click in, in our senior year and like a lot happened that year and all these stories I was going to say I feel like I have people. more stories from that time than the other three years yeah absolutely <laughs> we started living we started living senior year for real yeah we weren't living before yeah so what are the things we did to live we all had jobs we started buying uh, clothes from Amber Crombie and Fitch and American Eagle and that really wasn't the look that was accepted by the masses at that time right so we were doing it almost every week we were going out and buying like a new t-shirt or something some cargo pants or something like that and we were kind of standing out we looked a little different compared to what everybody else was wearing at that time right it didn't totally it didn't we didn't it didn't lead to any oppression i don't believe um it just led to some you know side side eyes and awkward looks 
Right. I was looking at some pictures of some of the stuff, man. It was some hot, like, it was some dope clothes, man. It was super trendy. <laughs> it, and, well, trendsetter-like. Right. Because it wasn't trendy because that wasn't what was hot to right. everybody else right. back then. So, all, all you residents in from Berkeley High School, if you're wearing American Eagle, Abercrombie & Fitch, if you did go through a stint that at that time, we started that, by the way. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, another situation, um, I remember listening to a lot of three six mafia then yep and we had a friend that swore by jay-z that jay-z was the greatest and there's no reason to listen to the three six mafia and we both had great arguments um you know he wanted to hear lyrics you know i wanted to hear beats you know i didn't really care about lyrics because i had 12s in the car thank you tj and um I didn't no, thank you best buy. <laughs> I didn't I didn't, you know, need to hear no lyrics because I had all that bass. But it was kind of what is it called? A period it wasn't really a period victory. It was kind of a period battle. And I don't think I ever won the battle. It was just a battle. It was it was no winner. And if I would have just shut up and just let him have it, you know, I don't know if we would still be friends now. We didn't break up <laughs> from being friends from back then, but it would have saved some stress. Right. And it would have said a lot of lengthy conversations that went nowhere. Yeah, because they would never go anywhere. Now, the OG also said that there would be people out there who rebel against the oppression with ideas that are far ahead of their time. Yep. Okay. It's American Eagle. And there you go. And the OG also. I guess I was ahead of the time um, just then telling that story. <laughs> you totally was. I give you that. You got that credit. The OG also noted that you shouldn't go out of your way to display your dangerous ideas if they're only going to bring you suffering and persecution because martyrdom serves no purpose because you stood up for that purpose. You died and now you're gone. And yeah, somebody might pick up the torch and carry it from where you left off. But for you, you, you didn't die a happy man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. All right. In the keys to power, the OG pointed out that we all tell lies and hide our true feelings because socially it's impossible to maintain complete expression. All right. Do you agree with that, Jan? And if so, why or why not? See, that might be kind of an old way of thinking because people do put out their complete thoughts nowadays which I think we discussed before, it, it's a bit much sometimes to put your whole life out because, uh, oh, what I'm trying to get at is social media. People are putting out everything. Okay. You know, you know every big piece of their life. Um, one person that comes to mind is uh, Azalea Banks. Yeah. She says a whole bunch of stuff that people don't agree with. Um, so... I mean, she has a following, but it's normally getting her in trouble for speaking her mind so much. Yeah. But I don't think she refrains from telling lies or hiding her true or. Um, no, she, she does the opposite of that. She's she's putting her whole life out there. She's talking about killing chickens in her closet and stuff. And <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I was saying that um, my thought before you gave the an, an Azalea Banks uh, example was I agree that we all tell lies because people wouldn't like you if you completely spoke your mind. 
in regards, you know, to other people's feelings. And that's why they don't. So, that's why most people don't like Azalea Banks. That was, that was the point I was trying to bring. Yeah, is that she doesn't yeah. tell the lies. She's always speaking her mind. Therefore, most people don't even like her. Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of the and I don't so I'll include Azalea Banks because she's probably I can see her being wild out in the streets and just speaking her mind about everything. But most people, the social people on social media, I don't count them because they're not manning up or womaning up to do it in people's faces. So ninety eight percent of us are lying at some point in time, even if it's as simple as your wife saying, "How do I look, babe?" And you say, "Oh, you look beautiful." But you didn't think about saying that until she prompted it. And maybe you don't really feel that, but you know it'll make her feel good. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people. 98. I was, I, I'm going out on a limb here and, and doing some TJ stats. And uh, I'll say about 98% of us are lying at some point. Even if it's just a little, 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 little tiny lie. Not me. I would because tell her that dress is too small. we don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. No. You're going to tell her it's too small. Yeah, I'll tell her that dress is too small. Yeah. Find another one. You know what? If I do pride myself on just going ahead and telling telling my wife what it is so she ain't looking crazy. But there are times when I don't want to hurt her feelings about certain things and I just I just let it fly. Or if you're in a I rush. Just bite my tongue. Or yep, there you go. Or if you're in a rush. Because they always make me late to something. <laughs> yeah, man. Although if she was on this podcast, she would try to argue that I'm the one that takes long to get dressed, but whatever. All right. OG believes that it's natural for most of us to understand that the majority of people think one way and it's pointless to argue topics. So most of us understand that. That, hey, man, we think one way. There are people who are going to think another way. So we just wear that mask and we just let people believe what they want to believe. Do you think that? Do you think that's true? Yeah. Like in in today's world, you think most people are willing to let somebody be wrong and not argue the point? Uh, like I'm doing that I'll exact thing right now, I guess. But mo- m- most of us understand that it's okay to wear that mask and and let people believe what they want to believe. Most of us understand that it's okay. And so the Earth is round is an example. Most people have accepted that the globe that there's a globe and the Earth is round. Okay. But for people who don't believe that, we judge the hell out of them. We don't let them be wrong. We laugh at them. I mean, that was even one of the intros to yeah, the podcast. Definitely. <laughs> so. so, and I was I was going to say, on the other hand, though, there are people in the world who feel imprisoned if they don't speak their mind. They got to get this out. So, right. this this is that small group of people who believe that the earth is flat. And so they're like, nah, nah, the earth is not round. The earth is not round, and I'm not going to accept that. The earth is flat. I want everybody to know it. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is is that a lot of people aren't even questioning if the earth is really round or not. They're just taking it. I mean, there's a couple pictures. There's some globes, you know, some, some visual artifacts. There's a couple books that tell you what it is. But nobody's real. There aren't many people that's really trying to investigate. If we take the 300 million Americans in the world, not to mention, a lot of us are not trying to investigate. Not that. to mention, you talking about globes, but what about maps? Though maps are flat. There you go. Boom. Mind blown. All of y'all that's listening. <laughs> OG says in the end, you can only convince a few people to think 
how you think. However, you can offend many people, uh, many more people than you actually convert to your way of thinking. So you might convert a couple people, but you're going to offend a lot more people than you convert when you go spewing off your ideas. So when you go around talking about how flat the earth is, you might get one or two of your friends to go your way. But the other 99% of the world is going to be looking at you and laughing and saying that this person is a fool. And I think that's probably why, like, personally, why I have such a small friend circle. Uh huh. Because my friends, we pretty much all think the same or similar about, right, right. you know, most things in life. Yep. And if anybody, anybody that's not thinking along those lines, I'm probably not going to get too close to you. You know, another thing, too, though, because that kind of sounds like a group think situation. But what I will say about our relationship, I can't speak for your for your other friends and your in your small friend group. But I think that if we don't think along the same lines, we we do feel comfortable enough to speak our mind about it and then come to either a logical conclusion, agreement or agree to disagree. Well, I, I don't know if. Well, but but going back to this law, though, we're talking about like if. If I have a thought, I'm going to share it with people who would be open to it. Yep. So that's what I mean. Like, that's why I say, like, my friend, uh, gotcha. my such a small friend circle, because yep. I can share stuff with you guys. And most of the time, you know, I know I'm going to get some type of honest feedback from it. Right. Uh, but I'm not just going to get, like, completely, uh, you know, trashed for thinking, like, you know, about making toenail clippers out of you know carbon fiber or something <laughs> okay what's interesting is that the OG uh, he says that arguments don't work because most people have their ideas and values without ever really deeply thinking about what it is and these people are usually tied to those beliefs because they're tied emotionally and they don't want to have to relearn a new way to think about it and it's not easy to change, especially when they've been learning it all their lives. And that's you know why they saying? say don't argue politics or religion or don't talk argument. Or uh, That's why they say do not talk about religion or politics to people. Exactly. Because it's a hot button issue yeah. and it's very emotional, and especially with religion. Like you said, they've been you know doing this their entire life. They're very close to it. Yeah, man. Attempting to challenge what somebody's believed or learned for 20 years <laughs> that's gonna have them reacting in a hostile way you know what i'm saying who who are you to tell them that their family taught them wrong and you know what i kind of believe that this is why racism still exists it's this very thing because it's very clear that african-american people are just as smart just as ambitious as anybody else on the earth however there are people out there that being taught that black people are inferior because of the color of their skin no matter how idiotic that sounds people still are taught that and they still believe that and just because mom dad or uncle jimmy told them that that's what they believe and you can't convince them otherwise because they're emotionally tied to it and they've been taught that for 20 years by people who say that they love them so now there is power in blending in all right according to OGRG if you stand out and start speaking about um, let's you know what let's take uh, 
Okay, why don't we do this? If you stand out and start speaking out about, let's say, homosexuals and transgenders, you're definitely going to find yourself isolated because you're tearing down other people, right? So rather than tearing people down, an approach that could be taken is you could just respect what they're doing, appreciate what they're doing, and if you're not homosexual or transgender, just don't be. And... You can do that without tearing down the next group of people. So you might think in your head or you might have been taught that all man is wrong, is wrong, is wrong. And I'm not going to change anybody's mind on the power cast. And it's going to be hard to change anybody's mind. But the fact is, you don't have to go and trash other people. This is for race. This is for what people believe. This is for anything. You can just blend in, let them do their thing and you do your thing. I was going to say, <laughs> I can't say this line from Boys in the Hood because it's got cuss words. But basically, he's not messing with you, so don't mess with him. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. One, la- one last thing that uh, the OG was talking about was uh, be all things to all people. Put your values and beliefs behind and blend in with the group. So whatever group you're in, just blend in with that group. Uh, and this brings us full circle to what Jaren was talking about. Bite your tongue. Yep, just bite your tongue. And and I guess the way that this brings power is that it's not I guess it's this laws of more about losing power or how not to lose power. Exactly. Rather than gaining power. Rather just, than gaining power. Yep. It's just letting you know don't do this or else you'll lose power exactly we talked about in some former laws not to isolate yourself you think that being in that fortress by yourself in that big old fortress in the middle of that field you think that you're the man or you think that you're the woman out there you're the one but the fact is you're isolated you're by yourself you can get surrounded and starved out and now it's time for the reversal now OG says the only time is worth standing out is when you're already a standout when you've achieved an unshakable position of power and can display your difference from others as a sign of distance between you all right so if you're in a corporate workforce you might not want to get a dagger tattoo on your face (laughs) shout out to it's a dagger (laughs) however when you're a rapper and your music is hot in these streets for the moment anyway you can feel the need to set yourself apart, man. Go ahead. Get that dagger on your forehead, man. Right in between the eyes. You ain't got to feel bad about it. Go ahead and do it. And I kind of did that myself with my photography. I started, you know, I put it out there that I'm not like the others, like the other photographers. You know, I'm shooting, you know, nice, uh, classy type f- photos, you know, that yeah. I'm not going to be doing the butt turn to the camera and grabbing your boobs and that kind of stuff so i actually okay. did no no raunchy stuff. photography for you huh correct <laughs> all right there's also a place for a person who can defy customs and mock what has grown lifeless in culture and i think kanye west kind of did this with the fitting clothes and the luxury brands because even when like biggie were Kuji and Fazat and Fasachi and Tupac were Fasachi. It was kind of big, man. You and go back and look at that stuff. 
It was baggy. Oh uh, uh, no, Tupac wore like a corset though. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was leather though. It was leather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Kanye helped hip hop wear fitting clothes, man. Shout out to Kanye. Jay Z helped begin the reduction of the auto tune. These guys they sit up on the top of hip hop and they run stuff, man. When they say something happens or when it when they want to go away, it starts going that way. Stop wearing jerseys. So, yep. Jay Z said he put the jerseys down. He's too old for that. He's just gonna wear some J, some J's and a button up. Stop so, tinting your windows. Stop putting rims on it. Yep. And it shut down. And that was different from the masses, but it's okay because he was so high, comfortable, and untouchable that he's not going to lose any power for imparting different views. Exactly. All right. So this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. And as always, we encourage you to copy your own copy of Sir Robert Greene's the 48 Laws of Power. You can get the audio version like we're listening to, or you can get the traditional paperback or book, physical book version. And yeah, man, it, we need okay. you to support Robert Greene because as you we know, do. he's always up to something. And so this week, I actually ran into him, right? I ran oh. into Robert Greene itself. What was he talking about? So we, I ran into him. I was getting a pedicure. He was at the nail shop. Of all places, Robert Green was there. And oh, okay. I was getting just like the little, uh, like the I had my feet in the water. They put lemons in my uh, water. You know, they do that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's dope. I looked over at Robert Green. He had whole watermelons in his. And oh, apparently wow. that cost a lot more. And so he needs you <laughs> to support his habit of getting watermelon man, man, or pedicures because it's very costly. All right, man. And just because Y'all you're going to get on that. <laughs> no, nah, you don't even know. I bet you're going to be on it now, though, since you told the story. Just because you get Robert Greene's book doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. Just like listening to us doesn't mean you don't need to go check out Robert Greene. We compliment Robert Green and what he's doing. Robert Green is like the eggs for breakfast. All right. They're they're perfectly made. They can be made fluffy. They taste good. They're salted and peppered perfectly. But we're like the spatula. We compliment what he's doing. So with us, we can help him reach new heights. We can make sunny side up eggs. We can make scrambled eggs. We can help him make omelets. You know what I'm saying? We're just trying to help him reach new heights we compliment the og yep i actually made an omelet for dinner today there you go (laughs) we were the spatula he's (laughs) he's kind of like fried chicken right yep and where that watermelon watermelon i mean you know (laughs) chicken and watermelon like Dude, you should have said chicken and waffles, man. That's terrible. Oh, chicken and watermelon. Everybody loves chicken and watermelon. Who eats that? Everybody loves it. I've never eaten chicken and watermelon together in my life. Well, all the racist people seem to think that you do. So <laughs> that's that's where this that's where this, this comparison is coming from. All right, all right guys. Man. So 
as always, also, you can reach out to us um, by email. And that is the email address is the corporate streets at gmail.com. That's the corporate streets with a Z at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And next week we have law number 39. We're almost done. Man, we're so close. Wow. And that law is stir up water to catch fish. Fishes. Little fishes. All right. So you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the Powercast for people who think it's okay to ride the wave of the group sometimes. But just don't be a lemming. Peace. (laughs) Peace. You know what a lemon, you know what, you know what lemons are, right? What's a lemon, bro? It's a little animal. Just look up uh, lemmings and cliffs. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to explain it. You have to look it up to, to get that joke. All right. All right, peace. Listening to the corporate streets, 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 the corporate streets.